Welcome to Murder We Drink, a podcast devoted to murder she wrote and drinking. This is the fifth episode. I'm Kara. And I'm Travis. So season one, episode five, It's a Dog's Life, aired November 4th, 1984. What are you drinking this morning, Trav? Just orange juice. Because it's morning. Morning. It's seven, oh, not even eight o'clock. So I have my coffee and you have your OJ. How's the coffee? It's really good this morning. Does it taste like coffee? Mm Mm-hmm. Then you didn't make it right. I do like a lot of cream and a little coffee. Yes. Creamer with just a touch of coffee for you. So episode five in the books. What'd you think? It was pretty good. I liked it. Okay. What did you like? Well, the dog. I mean, who doesn't like an episode full of dogs? I know. It was a good boy. There are a lot of good boys. You thought time. it was not going to be a good boy, but it was a good boy. Well, that's still up for debate, I think. We'll talk about it. I mean... He's mostly good, I guess. So, episode opens. It's a hunt breakfast. Yeah. I Rich people are weird. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Why fox it's hunting? Like, it's like a brunch, but you get wasted and then go ride a horse. Yeah. I mean, that just seems... And you have your dogs ripping off uh, innocent little fox apart. It's awful. Yeah. Which got me wondering, though. Um, do they bring in the fox, especially for the hunt, or do they just hope the wild one shows up? I'm assuming that there are wild ones around if... Any rich listeners, please let us know. (laughs) If Denton is saying that Tom has 600 acres, I'm assuming Denton's got like at least 800 acres. Okay. There's got to be a fox on there somewhere. That's that's a lot of land. But yeah, I would assume there would be, but you really want to take that chance that there might not be a fox for I don't think they're in the hunt for... The fox. The fox. <laughs> I think it's like a social just, thing. Just to get dressed up and drink, drink. and ride horses with mm-hmm. shotguns in your lap. Mm-hmm. Good old days. So we meet Trish, Morgana, Spencer, Abby, Denton, Echo, Tom, and Teddy. Oh, and Barnes, yeah, there was who's a, the security guard. There was a lot of people in this episode. It's hard for you, I bet. It was. I had to You're take very notes. bad with names. I'm awful with names. Last two episodes, I've been, as a new character is introduced, I'll write down their name and a little trait about them so I can remember who they are. But this episode, they were introducing people so fast at the hunt brunch that I was having a hard time keeping up. But yeah. I, I know there were a few I missed. I was, you, you know, because I'd ask you, who's that? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was, this was a tough one. There were a lot of people, and they all looked very similar in their 80s rich people trappings. You know, they were all wearing pantsuits and, well, hunting outfits in the very beginning. Yeah, I, I agree. I get it. Yeah. And then there were some important people that showed up that, they never even bothered to address their name until much later, like the guy that Teddy's allegedly bit, Mr. Potts. Mm-hmm. Which, did you catch that? Mr. Potts? Mrs. Potts? She wasn't on Beauty and the Beast until like 10 years well, later. I know, but it seems like a very odd coincidence. No, it doesn't. It does to me. Just throwing that out there. I'm sure somebody's got that piece of... No one cares about the neighbor. Well, in the was, world of Disney, they're not going to comb through every single episode of Murder, I'm She Wrote not, to be like, ooh, this neighbor, I'm what not, a faker, I'm baker, neighbor. I'm not saying neighbor. that's what happened, but I'm sure if you go on the IMDb page for this particular episode, somebody's going to point that out. I doubt it. No one cares. They love to have the most extre- extreme connections and 
Make you guys have to let us know. Do you think they did that, or do you think that it was a coincidence and no one cares? I'm sure it was a coincidence, but I'm sure other people have picked up on it. That's my point. Well, not I'm sure in the history of time, you're not the only one. Well, that's good to know. Anyways. Um, so they go out. They're on the hunt breakfast. Mm -hmm. Sawdust goes wild. Goes nuts. Awful name for a horse, by the way. Well, it's whatever. And then Denton goes over the edge of whatever little hill he went down in the Altalio. And if yeah. that's how I have to go, that is how I have to go. I, I think he was having more fun than we were led on to believe. He was really enjoying that crazy wild ride. If that's, he didn't think it was going to end that way. If that's how I go, put it on my gravestone. Tally-ho. We'll, we'll do. Horse had no trace of drugs, which made no sense. They never really wrapped that up. No, that was just kind of, oh, they gave him dope. Well... Care to ex expand on that any? I mean, it must have been some sort of stimulant, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. But why was he fairly docile up until that point when, was it a dog barked or something, right? Yeah. I mean, there were other dogs and horses everywhere, just running wild. I would assume they did that just to make sure, like, he was fine. And then as soon as he had that little bit of, like, stimulant... Yes, maybe it was a time delay thing. Yeah, it's possible it was a time delay thing. I mean, that's the only explanation that it could have. Well, whatever the, they gave him was in a gel tab. Those do take time to dissolve. In the overall plot, it wasn't really that important about the horse. I tend to disagree. Why? Well, if Denton hadn't been killed, there'd be no, no part I'm of the saying, episode. No, I'm saying it's important, but the overall reasoning for the, the actual, oh, the like drugs. how the drugs work, oh. isn't important. Yeah, I guess. Obviously, Denton had to die because then you need the will, and then Trish is going to find out she's not getting any money. It would have been a very boring episode if we just watched rich people drink and talk shit about each other. Well, yeah, then you just watch Gossip Girl. <laughs> hmm. True. <laughs> then yeah. we meet Boswell, the lawyer. Seems very charming. He seems did. very but too involved. I didn't, yeah, that's the thing. I didn't trust him. Right? Of course, whenever you, I watch a movie or a TV show... And they have some lawyer that's so close to the family that they're practically a member of the family. I immediately suspect them of something because I feel like they should have a little bit more professional detachment. I agree, but I also think because rich people keep their lawyers on retainer yeah. and they use them so often, they're just one of the family. Well, And that's fine, but I mean, I'm just saying, me personally, when I see that trope, in a movie or TV show, I it automatically, in my mind, casts some sort of suspicion on that lawyer. Yeah, I don't disagree. So I wasn't too shocked to find out that Boswell was the mastermind behind it all. So Denton has $15 million in assets. Had. Left <laughs> it to Teddy. Yeah, I was a little surprised. I mean, I figured when I saw he was dying that or died. Um, I figured that it was going to be, oh, the family wants the money. They're going to fight over the will. Mm -hmm. You know, that old thing. I did not see him giving it to the dog at all. I didn't think he was crazy like that. Like one of those people. Like, okay. what, was, what was that lady down in Florida that left like a billion dollars to her cats or something a few years back? I have no idea. Yeah, it's rich people are strange. <laughs> so now they scheme to get Teddy. Knocked out of the will or whatever. So they fake a bite. 
a bite, a dog bite. And I'm sorry, but if a dog has $15 million, he can afford to bite whoever he wants. Well, what I don't understand is why didn't the police, like, take pictures or a doctor's well, note? I think that just comes back to, other than Jessica and maybe two other cops in this Murder, She Wrote universe, policemen are just awful at their jobs on Murder, She Wrote. Well, okay, but when $15 million are at stake... The sheriff. I, I, maybe it's because it's a fictional universe. Maybe because it's the 80s. But when I got bit by the dog. Yeah. There was they a, kept, they took pictures. They took yeah. statements. They. Maybe it could be a byproduct of the And era. there was not $15 million at stake. Darn. I know. Sorry. That's what I was hoping for. I know you're marrying me for my money. Uh, <laughs> yes. All $15. Yeah, I the, the, the sheriff was just incompetent, as most murder she wrote sheriffs tend to be. Well, at I, least five episodes in. I mean, she has to drive the story and she has to solve the crime. Well, I, it can't be that good. I get that, but I mean, geez, it, this I didn't get the sheriff's name. Surprise, surprise. Um, this guy didn't even seem like he was interested in investigating. He's like, he oh, wasn't. It, it was two horrible accidents in one week to the same family. Yeah. And just dismissed the whole thing, basically. Yeah, he was not interested. Yeah. I mean, he's just an awful sheriff. Yeah, it's, I don't know what's up with the police academies in that world, but they're all just, they're terrible. She should be leading the charge in the police academy. She should. Screw being a mystery author. She should be like a <laughs> FBI wonder agent or something. It's crazy. So, yeah. If not for Jess, so many crimes would go unsolved. So we cut to the scene where Teddy goes to the security office, mm -hmm. scratches on the door, Barnes Which lets him I in. I thought was very cute. So cute. Yes. And if I was Barnes, I would be like, he comes every night. Until we found so out sweet. what his nefarious... It's uh, not his fault. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll get to it. But he comes to the door. Barnes lets him in. They cuddle. They're having a little Mold kiss him on party. the head. So yeah. cute. Then he sees Trish roll in. Dagger over to the intercom. Drunk as <laughs> all get out. She hits the intercom. Stumbles up like she's gonna walk up the driveway. Yeah, what was that about? I didn't make any sense. You but had it no didn't problem need... driving home from wherever you were drinking, but oh, God forbid we drive the car up the driveway. It didn't need <laughs> to make sense. I understand that. It's whatever. Falls to the ground. Barnes can't see can't see her. Then he finally goes around the bend, sees her on the ground. The gates close and it's gonna shut on her head. Mm -hmm. Great. Which got me to wondering, why doesn't that gate have some sort of safety feature? I know, the like, 80s. our garage door, you can't even shut it and walk close to it before it goes right back it's up. It's the 80s. It's a different it's time. It's just a wonder I survived. It's a different time. <laughs> a death trap of a decade. <laughs> um, now Morgana is like, I saw her. I oh, saw her Morgana. ghost. I saw her rise up. You're Capricorn and you're Gemini and you're bullshit. Something's in Ascension. Now, don't get me wrong. I do leaves. believe certain things. Like a full moon, people act crazy. Yeah. You and I both work yes. with the public. That's very true. Yes. Animals act out. If Mercury's in retrograde, that makes it worse. I genuinely believe that. Well, I mean, yeah, there's maybe a little something there, but this... Fruit Loop was looking at an empty teacup and, oh, somebody's going to die. Or look at the leaves. They don't, they always tell the truth. And her whole family's just like, geez, enough of your shit. Would you please just go sit quietly in the corner? Yeah, I mean. So 
Then Jessica goes to Snoop. She's I investigate. Well, I, I love snoop. her, but she's a Snoop. Yeah. Okay. She's an eavesdropping, coat folding, <laughs> putting it in the baggie. The, some really for the handsome deputy. Some, have we seen Will before? No, but he's handsome. He looks very familiar. No. Okay. Also, he seems familiar. Not to backtrack, but where was this set? Kentucky? Virginia. I saw... West or regular? I'm thinking... <laughs> Virginia light. <laughs> regular Virginia, not diet Virginia. Okay, um, cool. I, I believe it was the... Because they never... Did they say? They didn't explicitly say, but you should be proud of this. I picked it up. Well, how'd you pick it up? Tell During the inquest in the school gym, I don't know where yeah. they were holding it. There was a banner on one of the back walls that said the name of the town, which I forget, but it said Virginia underneath it. Did you see the Confederate flag? It was on the wall behind Jessica I when she was talking. I think, but it didn't really... This is 2020, sis. Take that down. If this were being aired on, like... Nick CBS Night, now? <laughs> well, no, not even CBS. Even if they're, like, showing reruns on Nick at Night or MeTV, I wonder if they would even air this episode today. Oh, there are way worse episodes than having a Confederate well, no. flag kind of I'm, showing. I'm sure they're... Not to say that's okay, but there are yeah. worse no, episodes. No, I'm, I'm sure that's the case, but I mean, it seems like in today's climate, we're censoring everything. Yeah. They took Gone with the Wind off HBO because it was sent to, set in the antebellum South. Yeah. I mean... But anyway, that's... That's a whole other podcast that we're not going to get yeah, into. Yeah, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> um, so where did we leave off? Then oh, I so she's it. snooping in the driveway. She sees the coat. She's like, this is brand new, but the seams are wrapped. And Will's like, derp, derp, my wife would love it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well he's, he's not making a lot of money as a deputy to Captain Incompetent over there at the sheriff's station. Well, still, that's how he talks. <laughs> <laughs> he's from Virginia. Virginia regular. Uh, not diet Virginia. Not diet Virginia. Way less calories. Um, yeah, I mean, the coat thing threw me at first because she's like, "Oh, the seams are torn out or ripped mm -hmm. or would you split?" So the seams yeah. are split. I thought that was like a fashion thing, you know, like. Um, not with a fur coat. I never worn fur. Not with a fur coat. Never worn fur. So no, I don't no, know. no. But when she said the seams are split, I thought like um, like how a man a man's suit has. Oh, like the pockets? This, no, not the pockets. The split where the jacket kind of goes below the waist. Okay. There's a split on either side in the back so that when they sit down, there's that little flap. So the no, jacket is No, she means like the, the, where the coat and the shoulder yeah. connect. I, well, I, get, I got it after the fact when, you know, during the inquest, she was talking about, well, somebody's put her coat on to make it look like she right. fell. Then I got it, but it took me a while. Um... She's back in the house. She sees Abby, and she makes that little comment about how the British always go for the tea, yes. which is a stereotype, but the fact Angela Lansbury is British, I kind of loved it. But, you know, I don't think that's a stereotype. During World War II, the British actually had little stations dedicated for making tea built into their goddamn tanks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's take, a stereotype. They, no, it's not a stereotype. It's legit. <laughs> stereotypes are true. They're stereotypes for a reason. I don't think that stereotypes are true. <laughs> All women are bad drivers. That's a stereotype. That's not true. I'm a bad driver. And I'm a woman. <laughs> okay, so it's true in Am one. I a good driver? You're an all right driver. But uh, could I be better? We all could be better. I could be better. 
Who speeds more, me or you? You, Lucy Ledford. <laughs> Lucy Ledford. Good Lord. <laughs> I'm going to try to follow my fiancé anywhere. You'll never catch up. <laughs> They're in the kitchen. Boswell shows up. Grease on the pants. Yeah. Did you buy his flat tire story? Not for a second, because I've changed not a lot of flat tires in my life, but I've changed a few. Never have I ever gotten a grease stain just shortly above my ankle by changing a tire. My hands were filthy. Probably had something on my shirt or the knees of my pants. Yeah. But never two parallel grease stains down there. But did you think bicycle? I didn't think bicycle, but I thought something shady. Okay. Because, yeah, that's not a changing a tire thing. Plus, I mean, isn't that convenient? He's got a grease stain. Oh, I got a flat tire. I mean, it would have been more convincing if he'd been like, oh, geez, what the hell did I step in? How did I get that there? Right. If he, yeah, if he had acknowledged it. Yeah. If he, but he explicitly stated, oh, that's from a flat tire. And all of a sudden alarm bells just start ringing in my head. Right. Yeah. Um... So they think about how Teddy could have done it because there's the paw print on the button. Mm-hmm. Oh, he pushed it with a whistle. Which, how did they? How did they determine it was a paw print? I don't I know. I mean, the dog had been walking through this estate, mm-hmm. a big house. Any mud or other matter that could have been on his paws would have been tracked off by the time he got in there. Yeah, I don't and, think it was more like mud or whatever. I think because they were dusting for prints. Do dogs have fingerprints? I mean, they have paw prints, but I don't think that they're, like, our fingerprints. But maybe they just saw that it was, like... Paw-shaped. Paw-ish. Yes. I, I know. That just seemed odd to me. So Me too, but... That he left a paw Who print. are we to argue? I mean... Forensics was very different in the 80s. They needed that to know that he did it. Yeah, I never would have Which, otherwise. I mean, the, the fact... But Barnes said, the door locks. I have the only key, and Teddy was in here alone. That would have been my first clue, but... Let's add another strange element of the paw print issue. Okay. So, yeah, no, I... They, now they suspect Abby because of the whistle. Yeah, which is another thing. And this is the second time they've done this on this particular show. It's they find a tiny little object, like a whistle, for instance. And they're like, oh, that belongs to so-and-so. Oh, that must be the murderer. Oh, get used to it. Like a wickle can't a wickle a whistle can't be easily pocketed and stolen and planted. I mean, no. I mean, yeah, obviously, but just get used to the fact uh, they will always find a suspect in her cousin, her niece, her oh, nephew to be. Not even Grady, that. Shady Grady. Well, I mean, yes, there's a reason we call him Shady Grady. Because she but, has to have that motivation to well, solve no, I, the I crime. I understand that, that the motivation, but my point is, is every cop. Well, not every cop, but a lot of the cops so far have been, like, found this tiny little item. They're like, oh, that's Kara's pen. Kara's clearly the murderer. They don't ever go, oh, it's a pen. I wonder if somebody stole it from Kara and is trying to frame her. Again, the cops, very dumb. Yeah. The family is looking for a reason to get rid of Abby anyway. It really bothers Even if they genuinely believed she didn't do it, Mm -hmm. they're still going to be like, um, she did it because she got to get out of here. Yeah. Well, I don't know why they were so against Abby. She was she wasn't in the will. I mean, other than allegedly trying to hook up with Denton. Probably, which is weird, but whatever. Pro- she they probably were against her because they were telling them what to, telling them what to do. She's training the horse, and she's like, "You're holding the reins too tight. Mm-hmm. Don't hit it in the face or whatever." Yes. And oh, Trish that, is like, yeah, it's, "That bothered me." 
she was wailing on that horse. Well, yeah, and that's why Abby was like, don't do that. Somebody should have wailed on her with that riding crop. I'll teach her a thing or two. I'm sure she'd probably like it. Ooh. The way she's talking to that <laughs> married guy at the beginning, dirty. Well, that's what rich people do. <laughs> they get drunk at 9 a.m. and hit on married men. I guess. Um, yeah, I could see I, I could see why they, why they would want to get rid of Trish. Or not Trish, I'm sorry, Abby. So, then they show Abby and Teddy in jail together, which I think is hilarious and adorable. adorable. Yeah. He's just laying in the bed. Well, why would you put him on the top bunk? That's, somebody had to put him up there. No, he, was, he wasn't in the top bunk. He I wasn't? Th I think he was just on like a regular bed. Oh, I thought he was on the top of the bunk bed. Mm-mm. Okay. You have to go back and rewatch that scene. Okay. Just for the cutest fact. Jessica solves the crime. Shocking. <laughs> well, first she goes and sees Mr. Potts mm -hmm. and sees he's not wearing bandages, cleared up remarkably I, fast. The way he pulled that off, which I have a couple of issues with that, but he pulled it off and like put it over the muscle of his shotgun. Mm -hmm. I thought he was like trying to make a silencer or something out of bed sheets with that. I didn't realize that that was his cast or bandage or whatever yeah. until later on in the episode. But also, if you're trying to sell that you have an arm injury, why would you take it off while you're cutting wood? Because no one's around. You got to cut wood. You got to take it off. It was a bandage on his forearm. How much could it have been impeding his movements? I don't know. It's incredibly stupid. But honestly, like, how can you expect if you get bitten bad enough where the dog either has to be put down or... Whatever. What kills me about it, and obviously I'd never thought about this until it happened to me. I was bitten by a dog. I'm scarred for life. How do you expect... He was going to wear long sleeve shirts for the rest of the Till the end life. of time? Yes. Or maybe he was going to claim he had some miracle balm that he put on there that magically heals wounds like... Yeah, he doesn't strike me movies. as the holistic type. No? Not really? Doesn't even look like the type would use toothpaste. That's what I was just gonna that say. Voodoo. <laughs> Doesn't even brush his teeth. <laughs> Not using none of that city paste. So Spencer and Mr. Potts were in it together. The neighbor's a little faker baker. Mm -hmm. That's all we got for that. But then he's all excited because Jessica solved the crime. Well, I mean, he got to witness it firsthand. So it's a big deal. Yeah. So they go to the inquest. Was that the coroner or the judge? I think somebody said coroner. I thought he was a judge, and then I heard coroner, yeah, too. Yeah, at first I did, too, until somebody said coroner. So, I loved him. He, for the yahoos oh, in he, the back. Yeah, he was great. <laughs> that means friend of the court. How long are you going to let this go on until I'm satisfied? He just, like, shut them right loved down. Loved it. Yes, loved him. Very good. Um, so, she explains the whole crime. Yeah, which I'm glad she explained what the hell a bicycle clip is. Because when her and Will were out there on the side of the road, she's like, Will oh, was so confused. We're looking for a bicycle clip. Durr, 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 what's a like, bicycle? What's a bicycle clip? Do you know what the bicycle clip was before she explained it? Yeah, it holds the chain. No. Oh, I don't know. It's a clip that goes around your pant legs so you don't get that grease stain. It's a very old-timey thing, apparently. I had, when I was a kid, I had a strap that went around my pants. Same thing. I wouldn't call it a bicycle clip. Well, it's because yours wasn't made of metal and didn't actually make a clip sound. Mm. Yours was just a strap. So, she solves the crime. Yes. Shocking. What Never did you think it. of the overall plot of the murder? It was very inventive. I would not have expected... 
someone trained a dog to murder. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I really, most of the way, yeah, most of the way through the episode, I was thinking that it was one of his heirs that was masterminding the whole thing. I thought we were going to see like Clue or something and everybody was just sort of dropping dead. Okay. I mean, we'll get to it, but, um. I'm shocked the body count wasn't higher. Yeah. Body count of two, which brings our total to seven, one murder in Cabot Cove. And Jess didn't discover any this week. True. I mean, well, I suppose you could make an argument for Denton, but everybody saw that happen. Yeah. So you'll have to keep track of that. But. Oh, that's right. I'm doing the Jess found body. Serial killer potential theory count. (laughs) Let me write this down here. What are we we at so far? Just to remind everyone and me. (laughs) That she's found. That she's found. Are we counting Denton? No, I don't, don't mind my count. page flipping. I don't sounds. think we should count Denton because she didn't really discover him. They all watched it happen. She found Jerry Lidecker in Hooray for Homicide. Okay. So that's one. Let me flip through here. She was there with a bunch of people when Drake, what's his name, was killed in Birds of a Feather. Yeah, but she, she was did. in the club. Yeah, but. She in herself she did, didn't yeah, discover she didn't the discover body. That. I wouldn't count that either. In Deadly Lady, she did not discover the body because he washed up on shore. Oh, that's right. Yes. And which brings us to episode number one: the pilot murder of Sherlock Holmes. Kit finds the body in the pool for yeah, suggested so the so PI. Jess only has two. And then the second body to be found in that episode was Caleb, who was rolled up in the sail, and then the cop found him. Yep. That weird sheriff guy. And Jess has two. So Jessica only has two so far that she's discovered. But none this episode. None this episode. She struck out again. So. Um, where were we? Um, somewhere near the end. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You were asking my thoughts on the episode overall. Yeah, so you liked the plot of the actual murder. It was very inventive, creative. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, if he had been a little bit smarter, he would have definitely gotten away with it. If it weren't for that meddling Jess and her little dog. With a huge... Going for a Scooby-Doo thing there didn't quite work. Yeah, why... (laughs) Huge... That dog is hung. <laughs> See, now, I honestly, I I noticed that in the episode because how could you not? Right. And We told our puppy not to look because he would be very, <laughs> he would feel very inadequate. Teddy is. I'm an adult human very male well and that endowed. dog intimidated me. <laughs> that dog is so well endowed. It's incredible. Now, I noticed that and I thought, wow, that's. Glaringly obvious. Surprised the censors put that on TV. And mm-hmm. I thought, we just will ignore that. And Kara's like, no, we will talk about that on the podcast. Because <laughs> she could see how uncomfortable it made me. Huge. Huge. <laughs> very lucky boy. <laughs> I mean, my God. He's a beagle for crying out loud. Was he a beagle? or a, I thought he was like a, some sort of hound. Like I thought he was like a beagle. He could be. He looked, yeah, he had Huge. Yeah. Though. Very big beagle. <laughs> And at the very end, he is the millionaire stud. Yes, very fitting. So cute. um, Although, there was something that bothered me about that. What's that? Um, Teddy comes, picks him up. Mm -hmm. Tom. Was it Tom? Tom comes to get Teddy. Yeah, he called him. Okay, Tom. 
So Tom, Tom Teddy. Sounds like another sitcom. Um, so he comes and picks him up and immediately throws him in the back of the car. I know. He, like, chucks him in. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah, it wasn't like he gently placed him in the bed of the truck. <laughs> nope. Threw him over the Yeah, end. just like, I can't hold this dog in a giant dick anymore. And he just <laughs> flopped him into the back of the truck. Which Well, it's probably like you where he's like, ah, touch me. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, but my other thought, too, was... This dog has $15 million. Doesn't that warrant a ride up front on the comfortable seat? He seemed very content to be in the back. I mean, he's a very he, humble dog. He wants to be treated. He's just an ordinary dog. Yeah, he's a dog of the people. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't lost what a touch good with boy. the common, common folk. So you don't think he's a good boy? I mean, he murdered a person, a woman. Not on purpose. You don't know what lurked in his heart. Look at how cute he, he, he is. Been a, he has sad eyes. He could have been the Dexter. Because he killed somebody. <laughs> oh, and he's being weighed down. He could be the Dexter of dogs. You don't know. <laughs> um, just keep any morning, morning doves away from him and he'll yeah. be all set. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think there was a little malicious intent there on Teddy's part. It's not nice. He was in it for the money. He wanted to be rich. I don't think so. So he could sire a bunch of little Teddies. TJs. Sexism count? I didn't pick up on any. I had one, maybe. Okay, what was that? When Jessica comes in after she's talking to Boswell and Abby in the kitchen, mm -hmm. and she comes in and she wants to talk to the sheriff, and he's like, I have little use for theories. He, like, cuts her off. Mm -hmm. Is that? Do you think that's sexist, or do you think he's just impatient and kind of rude? No, I don't think that's sexist. I think he's just impatient and terrible at his job. Um, and then I, I just... I mean, as an investigator, you think he would welcome any theories that he may not have considered, but he just shuts shuts it down immediately. So that's fine. Then sexism for this episode is zero. Yeah, zero. And I didn't... Also, I did not see any glaring examples of 80s fashion. I... I mean, the, the way not, the suits were cut and things like that. Yeah. Uh, I will say the the fashion at the hunt breakfast with all their, like, horse outfits with the tight mm -hmm. pants and the high boots... Jessica's helmet was, like, too small, so it sat, like, on the top of her head, and I loved it. I was living for it. <laughs> well, and you know, she doesn't come to a lot of fox hunts, so she had to borrow somebody else's helmet. Um, Trisha's outfit for the will reading, where she's wearing that black jacket and the pink bow. Yeah, that was very 80s. And Morgana's that. weird robes that she wore. I didn't think that was 80s fashion. I think, like, at one point she had on, it looked like maybe... Um, a kimono or yeah. something of Chinese, um, like a Chinese cut dress or something. Okay. With those kind of very ornate hook, but I don't know how to describe. I know what you okay. mean. Um, the ornate hook buttons, but that didn't strike me as 80s. I thought that was just her being weird. Yeah, but she, she. there was still a fashion thing that I noted. Yes, that's true. But I don't think it was 80s fashion. Do you think she felt dumb when Jessica was like, you didn't see your ghost, you stupid idiot? She should have felt <laughs> dumb every time she opened her mouth. Do you think she did too many drugs in the 70s? Um, honestly, I don't think she ever stopped. <laughs> she was probably still doing too many drugs in the 80s. <laughs> Kiss count remains at one. Yeah. No action for Jess. No action. I really thought, you know, her and Denton were going to have a little something. Apparently, there. Abby and Denton have a little something. Yeah. I mean, that's fine and all, but... Who are you to say anything? I'm, I'm not saying anything. 
I just, I didn't find that believable. Like, of course they didn't. She, I just admires him very much. Yes, but I mean, I'm just saying they didn't spend a lot of time together on screen before Denton's demise. So maybe if they'd been together a little more, if he hadn't died so soon, maybe we would have seen that. But. Um, and I have one mind your own business count of when they are at the sheriff's office and she's like, but what about this? And he was like, the investigation's closed. Yeah, it was a, an accident and what was uh, whatever he said. Uh, but yeah, he's like, pure and simple. Like, geez, don't you want to investigate it all, dude? That was the only one that I had that was mind your own business. Yeah, that's... I mean, um, all in all, I think it was a pretty... Progressive episode? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say... Except for the lack of I was gonna, diversity? I was going to say, um, well, it was Virginia in the 80s. Come on. I get it, but I mean, <laughs> like, come on. Um, it, I was going to say it was a pretty tame episode. So people of color count <laughs> zero. <laughs> Yeah, there wasn't even a gardener, was there? Nope. Wow. They could have made the security guard. We could have put this in, like, Long Island or Connecticut. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I understand known. it was Virginia, and in the 80s, that still was very... Not a good place to be. The Confederate flag was still hanging on the wall at the school gym or wherever that was. <laughs> God, I hope it was a courtroom now that <laughs> you talk about the flag. I mean, I would hate to think a school would hang that up. You clearly don't spend much time in the South, do you? Not in the schools or gyms or jails. Bam. Or courtrooms. I would like to think now that it's been taken care of, but in the 80s. Well, you know, it was the 80s. I know. We keep thinking, we keep, I think, I keep forgetting it's the 80s. Really? Not, I don't forget, but I'm just like, how could they do that? And then I realize, oh yeah. Oh, okay. How could they say that about women or whatever? Well. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's 1984 or 2020. There's just awful people out there. They're going to say and do awful things, regardless of the year. There was just more of them back then, because they hadn't started dying yet. But yeah, all in all, I think it was a fairly tame episode. The sexism was low. The mind-your-own-business. I mean, other than the just awful sheriff. I mean, he was ridiculously rude, I felt like. He, I mean, he was rude, but he wasn't rude just because she was a woman. No, he was just... a dick in general. I mean, it doesn't matter who or yeah, what you are. Yeah, he was an asshole. Yeah. So what do you rate the episode? Um, I struggled a little. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't want to rate it as high as I did, but I did because I didn't want to rate it low either. I think I need to up by scale from 5 to 10. There's not a lot of You want to move it from 5 to 10? Not this week. Maybe next week we'll look at that because I already have given it 4 out of 5 Murder Boys. That's B-O-I. Murder Boys? Murder Boys. The dog. <laughs> you know, he's a good boy. He's a murder boy. Is he a good boy or no? Well, all dogs inherently are, but sometimes they do naughty things. And this was just one instance of a good boy doing a naughty thing. But is he a good boy because he's following his training to do a bad thing? That's some sort of weird ethical dilemma I'm not prepared to tackle. Well, that's the point <laughs> of the podcast. Those are talking about murder she wrote. Not, this is murder she wrote. Not ethical dilemmas with dogs. <laughs> I think that makes him a good boy. He's following what he's trained to do. He's following directions. He wants to go cuddle with his buddy Barnes. I guess. And he is just doing what he's supposed to do. Um, I 
I can't see Boswell having the patience to train a dog. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry I, we glossed over that, that until is, now, but that you're right. That, that is a problem. Yeah, that's that a, be lot, a lot of intent. I mean, I know we're trying to get our puppy to just come consistently when we call. This guy spends yeah, few, wouldn't they? Have, wouldn't Denton have noticed that yeah. his dog's constantly I mean, like missing? Yeah, in order for Boswell to have time enough to train that dog to hit that button on command like that, he'd have been at the house constantly for mm-hmm. a year or more. Can I borrow your dog for yeah. like a couple hours every day? <laughs> well, yeah, like this. How did this happen? I don't it's, know. Maybe he's a very fast learner. I one, really one wish I had answers for you. Yeah. Thought you did. Uh, so what do you rate it? I give it four out of five murder boys. Oh, right. I forgot. Murder boys. Murder boys. I give it four out of five fake dog bandages. <laughs> fake dog bandages. That sounds like a fake bandage you would put on a dog. Fake dog bite bandage. That, that sounds better. Fake dog bandit. Fake dog bite bandage <laughs> slash crappy homemade silencer. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't look like a silencer It did to me. to me. It looked like a toilet paper roll holder. It, it looked like he had taken like a bed sheet or a towel. And wrapped it around the muzzle of his gun because he was going to go out and try to murder somebody else and didn't want the the neighbors. Did to you genuinely it. think Potts did it? He doesn't even brush his own teeth. How's he going to well, plot out murder like that? Well, I didn't say he was in it alone. I mean, Spencer was hanging out there. That murder plot was way too involved for the two of those no. dumbasses to do it. I don't know. I think Spence... He was... couldn't even keep the bandage on long enough to... Yeah, well, Potts... Yeah, Spence picked an awful accomplice. Yeah. Okay. But I, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I thought it was a silent. And the coroner is sitting there and he's like, go back to the pond. You two are silly goose. <laughs> silly goose. I love the Southerners. Um, so you had four out of five. I yes. had five out of, or I had four out of five as well. Um, yeah, overall, I love this episode. I think it's a well, that's very good it was plot. full of dog. No, I mean, yeah. You love dogs. I love dogs. Sometimes I worry that you love the dog more than me. I love dogs. But <laughs> I love the plot. I love the murder. I think it's very good, very cleverly it, done. It was. It was very inventive. However, I will say that if you can figure out who the murderer... If you can... Because you've never seen it. So if you can figure out who the murderer is before the episode's over, I don't think it's yeah. as successful. But it took me a while. It was fairly deep into the episode before I... Started a casting suspicion on Boswell. Okay. But still. Yeah. yeah. Well, episode then, five's I, in the books. I love the way he just broke down and cried. Yeah. yeah. What a big baby. Yeah. Then don't kill someone. Well, no one made you do it. You, you gotta, made Teddy do it. Gotta, Teddy should be crying. No, Teddy's very happy now. I mean, he didn't like Trish. Trish sucked. <laughs> but anyway. So, episode five's in the books. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Instagram at Murder We Drank Pod. We got a couple comments on there. We just posted some nice pictures. Yep, and we've gotten a lot of new followers, so thank everyone yes. for that. Thank you for following, and please remember to tell your friends. Yep. Make them um, listen. If they like Murder, She Wrote. If not, well, even if they don't, make them listen anyway. We're funny. Yes. If, if they're friends, they would do it for you. Yeah, they're yes. your real friends. Yes. Um, we've gotten a couple comments, no questions or anything like that. Just yes. people enjoyed my beet rice story. Oh, I, yes, I did too. That was quite entertaining. Yeah. 
Um, We've decided when we have our first child, middle name is going to be Beet Rice. Beet Rice. <laughs> <laughs> and um, anything on Reddit? Nothing new. Okay. No. Well, ask us any questions, comment on anything, follow us, like us on Facebook. Yep. Hope everyone had a good, safe holiday weekend. Yes. And, and uh, see you next time. Try and stay cool. It's super hot here. This yeah, we're going to have a heat wave, I heard. Yeah, so bye. Bye-bye.